everybody, Beth Wee in the studio here, and I want to tell you a story. Years ago, I got a really bad sunburn. I remember it because I had huge blisters on my shoulders and my upper arms, and I couldn't even wear a shirt. So my mom tied one of her scarves around me, folded in half, in place of my shirt. I was probably seven, maybe eight years old. And I remember that summer, oh gosh, it was a horrible summer because this, the blisters became sores and then the sores had to heal. Come on, I'm older. This is before Neosporin was invented. I was just winging it with just hoping it would heal. I was raised also before people realized the damage the summer sun could produce. I spent my days swimming and laughing, oblivious to the danger of living before the invention of sunscreen. So this year, I had a few uh, basal cell carcinomas removed from my upper right arm. Uh, he cut some out and had to come back and cut out more. He, he burned some other places. He sutured the spot where my little girl self had allowed the sun to do its worst. And my doctor stepped in, and he assured me he got it all. I'll flinch a bit, you know, if anybody comes up to give me a hug, and, and I'll sleep on my back instead of my side. But I'm paying today for something happened that happened back when I was seven or eight years old. Are you suffering today with childhood traumas and injuries that still cause you pain today? You know, unlike an abnormal shoulder growth, uh, your wound might be emotional. Maybe somebody bullied you or undercut you when, they, when you were trusting. Maybe you were neglected or overlooked, and it translated in your young mind as you weren't important enough. Maybe somebody declared negative statements over you, and you believed every stinking word. However it happened, you might feel it still today. It might not be the same kind, but it is still a cancer. It's eating your well-being and growing in atypical ways and causing you to lose your peace of mind. And we got to talk about it. It's time to eradicate it. You've all heard the word trigger. It's a trigger. It's a trigger. It's a trigger. What is a trigger? For me, a trigger often comes from my five senses. It can be a smell, a sight, a sound, something that transports me out of now into a historic place where I used to be, but I don't even know if that's how it was. You see, my memory, I, I record things as I perceive them. And what I think is the God's truth might be a perceptual, flawed memory. But still, it's true to me. And that's what we're dealing with today. A trigger can be a feeling or a memory. Sometimes you'll smell something that reminds you of your grandma. Or sometimes you'll, you'll see something and you'll, in your brain you'll just go back to it. Triggers aren't hard to spot when they happen because they take you out of this moment. And remember, this moment is the is the moment of power. The past is gone. The future isn't yet. This is the moment where you can change your life. 
So let's talk about that. What can happen to a child that can make them hurt today from something that happened years ago? Maybe you had an illness. You know, those blisters might not sound like much of an illness, but they hurt me. And I spent a whole summer trying to heal from them. And I'm still paying for them today. Maybe you were sick as a child. Maybe you had an accident as a child. Maybe somebody close to you had an accident and you had to witness it. You were the faithful witness that had to go through it. Maybe you were neglected. Maybe your emotional, your physical needs weren't met on a daily basis. I don't know why. It could have to do with your your family of origin. It could have to do with your ability to receive those things. It could have to do with your ability to ask for what you needed. However it happened, if you were neglected, you might still be paying for it. Sometimes when we had a death in our family, um, it, it's, it's, we, we walk away from it fearing loss and, and we go through life timid and not sure and, and unwilling to get close to anybody else and unable to communicate our needs because anybody could be ripped away from us at any moment. And, and that's not a natural way to live, guys. That's a leftover from a before experience that's still hurting you today. Maybe I was born before they had sunscreen. Maybe you were born before they could identify a learning disability. Maybe you were dyslexic or you had ADHD or you were, and you were just said, you're, no, that kid's bad. No, that kid can't learn. That kid's stupid. Whatever it was, maybe you carried that with you and you still believe it. It's affected your self-esteem. It, it made you different than your peers. Maybe your family of origin was the problem. Maybe they had limited resources, or maybe you were born in the birth order that made you whatever they say the birth order made you. If you're the oldest one, maybe you were responsible for everybody. And if you were the middle child, you were forgotten. And if you were the little child, you were the king or however that goes. If you want to read more about that, I do recommend uh, Dr. Janet Wojtyc. She wrote a lot of great books, Adult Children of Alcoholics, but she talks about birth order issues. And sometimes those really affect us as adults. Maybe the family of origin issue you experienced was divorce. Maybe you lost a parent in the middle of your growing up years. Or maybe your parents didn't divorce, but they were still unreachable. The parent that was there, but was never present. Maybe they were alcoholic or drug addicted. Maybe they worked two jobs trying to pay the bills to keep a roof over your head. Maybe they were emotionally abused as a child and they did not know how to respond to your emotional needs. Whatever it is, these kind of things happen. And when then visits now, it can be really scary. And it can tell us things about ourselves that just aren't true. Remember when you go through things like that as a child, if nobody is around to explain them to you, you make up your understanding and you carry that as your truth into today. You know, um, there's ways to get around it. You can do what I did. I went to the doctor and I showed the pain of this 
growth on my shoulder to a trusted person and I let him assess it. I did the work necessary to eradicate it. You know, some of us come out of these situations and we avoid letting people know that we're in pain. We isolate. We pull away from people because we're in pain and we don't want them to see it. Some of us choose numbness over peace of mind by hitting the pipe, drinking the bottle, eating too much food, throwing away thousands of dollars at a gambling den. Whatever the addiction is, it's a way to avoid feeling for some of us. I have a question for you. How are your current relationships? Are they affected by this? Be honest. Nobody else is listening to this podcast but you. Be honest. Are your, are your relationships today affected by relationships you had years ago as a child? There are some things you can do. The first thing I said is what I did with that doctor. I showed a doctor the growth on my shoulder. You might need to show some people. You might need to go and get some support. You know, a 12-step group is a great place to get support. Therapists, there's so many qualified therapists out there that want to help you. There's even some therapeutic uh, methods that help you get to the cause quicker. EMDR, NET, look for those two things. They might help you get into what's hurting you faster. But the biggest thing is you got to tell on yourself. You got to tell somebody how you feel. You can't sit there like a little eight-year-old child and shut your mouth and hope it ends. You get to live this life and have a great life. You get to have a wonderful life. But you got to help that little eight-year-old child inside you who's still suffering. You are the safe adult for that person. You can learn new ways. You can learn new ways to think. You, believe it or not, you can learn new ways to move. So when that anxiety rises inside you, you have a, a physical out, you know, a physical way to let that out of you. Community will help. Being alone will hurt. Here's the big one. Did you know that there's a loving higher power who is crazy about you? That higher power was there when you were eight years old. And that higher power is still there right now, just waiting for you to enlist his help. He wants to help you. If you feel like, Beth, quit talking about that higher power thing. I don't want to hear about that. Trust me. I know because I was there. He came and he helped me. It wasn't a big church experience. I didn't have to get you know, sprinkled and dunked and all the other stuff. I just had to call out and say, I'm hurting and I need you. And if you're real, please come and help me. You know, outside support is is varied. You're listening to this podcast right now. Maybe you want some help. The only thing that will allow the injury to persist is hiding it and ignoring it. It is our secrets that keep us sick and keep us in the dark. Come out into the light and play with us. Give it a shot. We'll teach you what we know about sunscreen. <laughs>
the light is a way better place to play. And we want you to join us. When then visits now, it's not always a good day. But I'll tell you what, it doesn't have to change forever. It's time to take addiction out of the shadows and shine the encouraging light of recovery on everyone affected. Good Seed Podcast is powered by BethWE.com, a nonprofit ministry based in Vero Beach, Florida. We'll start the uncomfortable conversations that turn despair into hope and complacency into action. Connect, communicate, and thrive with us. Check us out online at BethWE.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk again soon.